Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call Thank you very much for joining me. Many of you know the tale of Bempton Cliffs. It's one of the spooky areas to be found in the UK. Known for its rugged cliffs, nesting birds and the odd hybrid werewolf. Now I don't joke when I say this. Several people have seen this beast for themselves. Very few of them can recognise what it is and that's not surprising. In one case it was seen by a man climbing up the cliffs. People have also reported strange eye shine. Creatures that move on four legs, but also stand up on two. There have been several strange disappearances of local pets, livestock and humans. I visited the area in May of 2022 with other investigators from other teams, and I can attest to the strange feel the area has at night. In the daylight, it's a beautiful coastal cliffside with spectacular views, rugged cliffs, and of course the North Sea. At night, it takes on a more ominous feel. The atmosphere is added to by the old abandoned radar base, uh, military defence installation, that are rumoured to be a place of occult practices. Now, some of the images and paintings at that old radar station are far too X-rated for me to share. The case I am sharing with you tonight is a new report from two witnesses who visited the cliffs and the old base in August of this year. Report came in to me at the end of August and I've chatted with the ladies by email and I will ring them this weekend to catch up with them. I'm really grateful that Emma and Sarah reached out to me and were willing to share the details of the strange events that happened to them both when they went for a short break on the coast. We saw the beasts of Bempton. Emma and Sarah. Hi Deb, I've just been away on a short break for a few nights away in the caravan. We stayed at Rudston near Bridlington, Yorkshire. I haven't been very well and the break was planned so I could take some time out and relax and just enjoy some time off. So on my break, I chose to walk and drive and experience the mystery of the woods and the coast where I know so many encounters have occurred. Plus it's beautiful, Deb, just to watch the sea and the birds as you walk. Anyway... Following your kind invitation to join you and Deb Singleton earlier in the year, I missed out sadly due to illness. 
So I was determined to get there myself and get a feel for the place. So I visited Bempton on the Thursday night. I was with my partner, Sarah, and she's very connected spiritually. And she regularly converses with spirit. She helps spirits to cross over when they come to her for help. She's also had experiences with UFO during her life. And when she's ready, then I'll help her submit her experiences to you because I'm convinced that she's an experienced Deb and she's been abducted. I've also had experiences with ghosts, as you know, Deb, and I've learned over the last few years to trust my intuition. I'm telling you all this because throughout the day, my partner was feeling that she was going to experience something in the evening, but she didn't tell me about it, she kept it to herself. She didn't tell me until we were driving down Cliff Lane about 7.45pm. We were driving towards the car park when I said that my crown had started tingling and I was feeling the ringing in my ears that comes with the change in energy. We parked up and we both felt fine. And as it was still light, there were a couple of people walking the cliffs or just out bird watching. We were enjoying the evening and talking lots as we do. We had a torch with us. And we reached as far as the Jubilee viewing point around 8.45pm. The crescent moon was low and bright and it was then darkening quickly by this point. Our eyes were used to it now, as opposed to the camera on my phone. I turned as we were pondering life and I started to say, should we turn around and head back? I didn't want to walk too far. And as I said that, I saw something on the horizon in the fields. I said to Sarah, what's that? as I kept looking at it. And then I realised there wasn't one individual creature. There was more than one. I don't know what they were. They were absolutely huge. I would say they were as big as bears in their bodies, but they were moving down on four legs as they were running from left to right. They ran from the bushes at one side and across the field on the horizon. But they weren't bears, clearly. Nor were they cows or deer. The gait was so weird. It just didn't run like you'd expect an animal on four legs to run. We had no idea what they were, but the feeling of dread came over us both. Sarah felt it more, and she explained that she could only sense a canine energy. So I was keeping calm, trying to think rationally. She took some photos and videos which just don't do justice to the size of those things. Plus the light made it difficult to record. Whatever they were, we couldn't tell. And they would run and stop and try and hide from us. And then they'd run again. We walked back as quickly as we could. And when we were driving back, I watched the video taken by the paranormal team from Winter Hill on YouTube. And the gait and behaviour in that video was exactly the same as we'd just witnessed. I was still trying to determine whether they could be livestock. And we decided we needed to go and check the area again in better light. So on the Friday evening we returned when it was lighter, we went about 6pm. We stood in the same place we were standing. We even went into the field to the spot where we saw them because we felt we had to come up with some kind of explanation for what we saw out there on Thursday night. Firstly, there's no livestock in that field and half the fences are down, so there's no way there would have been livestock in the field the day before. At the old RAF base, there are large cows, but they're fenced in close to the buildings. The only animal I saw out there was a hare and a couple of pheasants. I can't explain what we saw, but I believe what we saw were the same creatures seen back in March on your trip to Bempton. 
I say this due to the way they acted and the way they ran and also the feelings experienced by everyone back then and similarly by us on Thursday. One also looked directly at me and I caught a big bright white eye shine. I have photos and videos you can share and as I say they're showing very similar animals caught on camera during your visit. I don't know what they were Deb but that place is definitely eerie and we even felt the energy change on Friday as we approached the area once more, though we didn't stay until late to watch. Sarah said she could feel a very angry energy from the alpha canine, or the main one in charge, as she said. She felt that anger not long before falling and cutting her leg open, and says leaving while it was still light. Maybe someone can watch the video and tell us we're wrong, but I'm convinced they were the same creatures that are seen there by people. I will release the video on YouTube during the next week or so, so people can see the eye shine and the creatures running across the field. Feel free to analyse it if you can, that would be a big help to me, Emma and Sarah, as we'd love to know what you think those creatures are. Emma added, now Sarah keeps asking me about dogmen. She's never heard of them until I told her about them. She actually lives a few miles inland from there, so she's much closer to the cliffs than I am. Since last week, she said to me a couple of times that she can feel the canine pull and that one day it was 22 miles away from her home and the next time she felt him, he was 17 miles away. So she feels it's getting closer. I've reassured her that it's uncommon for anything unknown or inexplicable to roam down a street. Emma added, I definitely agree that it is not of this world and probably hybrid, created by the military. On Friday, when we returned and it was still light enough to see, we passed a woman walking her dog on the path there. And she asked if we'd seen any animals because she'd seen a lot of pheasants, which I'd seen a couple of, but nothing else. And I replied that we hadn't, but that we'd seen something strange last night, except that we didn't know what that was. She immediately told me that she was at Bempton Pond in 2021, walking her dog, and she saw an animal about 50 metres away, it was black and on four legs. She first said she thought it was some kind of black cat, but then said it looked like a dog in the face. She was in her late 60s, I think, and she went on to tell me that she neither drank alcohol or took drugs. Maybe this will help the man who you're working with from Bempton, Deb, knowing that many other people are witnessing the creature that he saw that we cannot identify, Emma and Sarah. I contacted Emma and Sarah in early September to see how she and Sarah were feeling after witnessing something so strange. It can be very confusing for some people. Others are scared by an event like this. and Some people even refuse to leave the house. The girls were in shock and I wanted to give them both time to calm down and rethink the events. But they assured me they were both okay. But they did want to talk with me about what happens after you see something like that. Emma said... Although I still don't have an answer as to what we saw that night, and I feel I never will, I'm already aware there is such strangeness in this area and across the world. To Sarah, it's a relatively new phenomenon, and because she's sensitive to energies, she's continuing to say she feels that canine energy is getting closer and closer to her home. I do have several cases, I think, where the witnesses feels that energy or the being as it tunes into them from time to time, and I will share those with Emma and Sarah. I feel something changed at Bempton on my visit in March. 
And I'm not exaggerating when I say I was scared out there on those cliffs. It was so dark, so sticking to the path for me was a must. I was physically afraid of falling, but my biggest fear was not knowing what was out there. The land has so many places to hide. Even a big bulky creature would have no problem. And clearly it's home to something we can't name or explain. When you tie that information in with the missing people from the area and then add up just how many people have seen these things out there, we can say with confidence that the RAF base certainly has some hidden secrets. There's also talk of strange rituals that took place at the base. Just a quick look on Google will show you the depths of depravity some lesser humans strive for. There are reports of animal mutilations in the tunnels, on the cliffs and below the base and some X-rated ramblings on the walls. The place has a cold and hollow feel to it, an energy as rancid as the drawings on the wall. Emma and Sarah are the fifth and sixth witnesses who have seen something in that area this year alone. You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call 833-578-8466. It's the gentle ocean breeze that sweeps you off your feet. The 99 holes of championship golf that offer endless possibilities. The small town southern charm that embraces you everywhere you go. From the beaches in the east to the marshes in the west, there's a special feeling you get on Amelia Island. It's a real thing. It's an island thing. Make it your thing. Start planning your Northeast Florida beach escape now at AmeliaIsland.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm also in touch with a chap from Yorkshire, and I have been for a few years now, who had his own experience at Bempton. It took a huge toll on him. It was life-changing. It affected every aspect of his life. Luckily, we managed between us to rid him of the attachment and bury that energy for good. But like me, he's not keen to go back there after his last experience at the base. Bempton carries a very high toll. I was able to let Emma and Sarah know of these things and he was very grateful when I shared with him what they'd seen. At first, it would seem strange, I know, to see a creature like that close to the sea, rather than hidden in a woodland setting. Just last week alone, we had a recent report from the shoreline at Holcombe Beach in Norfolk. A 15-foot-tall, hairy, Bigfoot-type figure was seen by a man paddleboarding. I know the coast has ample food sources and habitat, but I feel these creatures are connected to the military installations all along the northeast coast. I've worked several cases where the creature is seen very close to the shore and in some cases crossing the sands between woodlands. There's a case in Chapel St. Leonard, which is south of Empton, 
It could be the same creature seen by people along the cliffs and at the base. The creature seen at Chapel St. Leonard was described as standing upright on two legs. It was around seven feet tall with white eyes that reflected in the torchlight and Emma reported that she picked up white eye shine. The witnesses at Chapel St. Leonard were so scared they picked their dogs up and ran. Chapel St. Leonard Beach is on the Lincolnshire coastline and it is located next to the resort town of the same name. One little coincidence between the two areas are the aforementioned military bases. Each of these sites were built for the Second World War. The white-eyed creature of Chapel St. Leonard. This sighting account was taken by Thomas J. Goodfellow, who was a BBR member. In December of 2016, Keith and Jacqueline contacted me as they heard me speaking about some of the cases and investigations that you do at BBR. They reached out to me because they experienced something quite frightening when they were out earlier this evening walking with their two dogs along the seafront up near the Anderby Creek area of Chapel St. Leonard. They had both decided earlier to walk a route they usually would take and set out for an evening walk with the dogs. As it was dark due to the time of year and the small amount of street lighting, they both had a lit torch in their hand. One mile north of the main beach entrance is Chapel Point, an RAF defensive structure built during the Second World War. It is a popular viewing point, particularly for bird watchers, just like Bempton. The area has a number of nature reserves that can be accessed directly from the beach. As the couple headed up the main ramp entrance to the seafront, they were using the torches to light their way, when they both suddenly stopped as the torchlight panned across the trees. They realised they'd illuminated a large, upright, unrecognisable creature that was approximately 200 feet off in the distance to the right-hand side of the couple, the creature was concealing itself in the trees and the couple both thought it had clearly been moving back inland and was caught out before it reached the tree line. As they watched it running along the beach walkway trying to get back to the cover of the woodland, they just couldn't believe what they'd seen. There were no sounds made by the creature. You couldn't hear any growls or anything like that. The only distinctive facts were that it stood upright at approximately seven and seven and a half feet tall with bright white eyes. Thomas wondered if this could be from the torch or the reflection of the light maybe. Around eight to ten seconds the creature then moved off into the tree line and went out of sight. The couple carried on walking away from the creature moving quickly down onto the seafront walkway and that's when they started to hear loud sounds to the right of them in the trees. The noises sounded like wood hitting wood, almost like a knocking sound. Without thinking, they both shined the lights back towards the sand and saw the same eyes staring back at them. The eyes were clearly visible, fixed with no movement, just a constant stare. Their eyes never left the couple or blinked at any point. The young couple both became so scared at this point that they started to run away, each picking up one dog as they went. Keith looked back one last time to see if they were being followed and he saw the same creature standing on the walkway, less than 150 feet away from them. He said, It was a dark, upright figure that was all dark. It was kind of brown or black in colour, and it had a pair of bright white eyes. The skin was dark, but lighter around the hands and face. And at this point, Keith and Jacqueline ran to the safety of home, locked the doors, and they'd been sitting inside ever since.
they phoned me within half an hour of calming down and I was able to speak to them at length about the whole event. Up until this point, they'd always not taken what I do with any merit, said Thomas. And I do understand this as it's a very new subject to most people. I have not told them yet about the other encounters in the area. I just wanted them to tell me what happened in detail and get down any description they could supply before I shared those details with them. After I'd given this couple a chance to calm down, Thomas said, and reflect on the encounter, I contacted them again. Sometimes a second chat can pull out further details, but at this point they didn't really have anything more to add. But I could tell they were really nervous and wanted to know if these creatures ever attack. I explained that at no point did it try to approach them or harm them. It just made them scared enough to run away just by standing there and looking at them. Something must have driven it out of the tree line. And I think the couple caught it unawares, maybe, said Thomas. For all it's a coastal area, there is a nature reserve at Anderby Creek and it's situated directly behind the trees that the creature ran into. From there, it can easily travel, say, north, west or south to the other nature reserves and forested areas. Thomas J. Goodfellow. Thomas was correct when he said the creature could have travelled in any direction and found cover. Is this the same creature seen at Benton? The areas are not far apart at all. In fact, by most standards, they're close as the crow flies. They are both situated where military bases have been built, used and abandoned. In the daytime, they're both places used by people who want to visit the cliffs and view the bird life nesting there. They are both very different places at night, filled with foreboding and menace. You would think that nowhere else could surely be the same, could it? I'm unsure whether there is a military base at Saltfleet. Hopefully someone can let me know where the closest MOD land is in that area. Saltfleet Marsh is situated between Bempton and Chapel St. Leonard. The setting looks the same and the creature does too. This case involves a male and a female also out walking their dogs. Both reports happened in wintertime when there were very few people out and the food resources are low. Although this time the creature was seen in the daylight hours for the first time, perhaps. What we see at night with the naked eye and what we see in the day are very different. And this works in our favour as the witnesses both got a very good look at the creature. The red and white chested hairy person, 2004. Saltfleet is a coastal village in the East Lindsay district of Lincolnshire, known for its seal colonies and many wading bird species. It is situated between the coast, the arable fields and the woods and this could be a vital area for resources for any visiting creature. Many years ago now I took this report from the witness himself after a very strange encounter he and his sister had when they were walking on the marshes many years before. He said, It must have happened about ten years ago now. My sister and I were walking along the edge of Saltfleet Marsh at Saltfleet. It was in the winter and we were walking with our two dogs, just letting them run off lead along the marshes. It gets pretty deserted down there at this part of the year and the area itself seems very bleak at times. There aren't many woodlands right on the edge of the beach and they're a little further inland. Right along the beachfront there are lots of thick, tall gorse bushes and tall grasses that the deer and rabbits live in. There are also some abandoned buildings scattered about. 
As we were walking along, we both saw someone walking towards us off in the distance at first. And then we saw him about 500 metres away along the bottom of the dunes. We both watched as this figure gained on us and got closer. There was something strange about this person. And at that distance, the figure approaching us looked like a big man dressed all in white with what looked like a reddish apron on his front. For some reason, the gait on this figure was so... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So strange, it made us both stop and watch. And we both felt a bit cautious and wary of it for some unknown reason. Without verbalising it, we both decided to turn around and walk briskly back the way we'd come. We kept turning around and looking. But the person was moving very quickly and was easily gaining on us. We started to run and both dogs were running with us. I honestly thought it would catch up with us. When it got within about 200 metres of us, I could see it was not a person at all, and it wasn't a red apron. This was a creature, with very pale fur, but with reddish-brown markings on the shaggy hair or fur across its chest. I didn't stop to look closer, and we ran all the way home. We've not been back to that area since, and I haven't discussed it with anyone but my sister until I saw your sight. Within a few miles of Saltfleet Marsh, there's a report made by a gentleman who would see a strange figure on his father's farm from time to time. And I wondered, as it's so close to all of the sites mentioned tonight, if it could be the same creature, so I thought it was best to include it. A scruffy, hairy hermit living in our woods. After finding your channel and watching a few of your videos, especially on Bigfoot in the UK, I think I may have seen one of those creatures when I was a kid. Back then, I didn't know what, what he was. We just called him the Scruffy Man. The Scruffy Man lived in some small woods on our land, which had a pond in the middle of them. The pond was originally used to water the crops in summertime. My dad always told me and my brothers to stay away from there. This pond and the woodland was not near any roads or any houses, but it ran quite close to where the tractors would go by as the men were working. Myself and my brother were a bit naughty back then and we did sneak down there for a few, you know, times. The first time I saw the scruffy man, well I should say I smelt him first. I was down by the water looking for newts and frogs and I could smell this rotten rubbish smell as I was wondering what it was. I looked up and there he was standing in the tree line. He was just standing there watching us. He didn't say anything to us. He was just stock still like a statue. Standing still, just staring. I don't remember him having any clothing, just his hairy face and how big he was. 
He kind of looked a bit like he had a gorilla's face, but on a man's body. Or from what I know was a black Neanderthal type face with a big nose, big brows, but he was all hairy. And that's all I can honestly remember of him. We would see him sometimes run from the hedgerow into the other hedgerow and back to the wooded area, but you'd only see him from the tractor cab. I always put it down to him just being an overly scruffy, hairy man living in the woods at the back of our farm. I'm not 100% sure it was a Bigfoot, but to describe him, I would say he was about seven feet tall. He was all black in colour and he smelt like rotting rubbish. My dad would see him by our old pond, which was not used any longer. It had a good thicket growing around it, and it was miles from any road, and we stayed away from that part of the land mostly. But you would catch a glimpse of him when passing in the tractor. Like I say, it might just be a naked, homeless, hairy man. But the more I think about it, the more I think it might not have been. If only our boyhood witnesses had shined a torch in its face, and then I'd know if its eyes illuminated in low light. I feel there's clearly more than one creature that's been seen. Sarah felt what she saw was canine in description. In Saltfleet Marsh, the creature had red hair on its chest and was flecked within its hair. The creature at Chapel St. Leonard was all dark in colour, as was the scruffy man. Wait a minute, I hear you say. Surely this kind of stuff only happens in Yorkshire, an area known for Old Stinker, the Flixton Werewolf and the Beast of Barnston Drain, to name just a few. But you'd be wrong. There are several other cases that happen right along the seafront, all over the UK. If we carried on going south, we would hit the Isle of Grain, an old English, we would call it Grim, which means gravel. And it's a village on the uppermost point of the Hoo Peninsula. The area is almost all marshland and it's a major habitat for diverse wetland birds, just like Saltfleet Marsh. Further inland, you have woodlands, farmland and many water sources. In 2016, I was contacted by a gentleman who lives in the area, the Isle of Grain Sasquatch sighting, 2016. I was contacted by our witness through the BBR group on Facebook and I'm still in contact with him and he keeps me updated on strange happenings close to home. He said, Hello Deborah, I'm reporting this on behalf of a good friend and neighbour of mine who lives in a remote Kent farmhouse along the Medway on the Isle of Grain. My friend has lived at this property for a number of years now and they've experienced some strange going on. At one point they saw what can only be described is a large Sasquatch-type creature, which was seen on her property on a number of different occasions. She said it was a tall, hairy, upright creature that looked like a cross between a man and an ape, and she explained that it was walking upright on two legs. The caravan standing on the property has been rocked and banged upon on a few occasions now. I asked my friend to explain what this creature looked like, and when she described the height, she said, the creature itself has been seen leaving, leaning over a Ford Escort van and he wasn't standing straight up but he was hunched over and the roof of the van still only came up to his stomach. Now there are very few houses in the area. If you go there and have a look around you can see how it wouldn't be too difficult to move around and seen and remain hidden. The area is situated in between All Hallows and the Isle of Grain. It has a protective wildlife haven. 
and as I say, it's quite isolated. There are lots of water sources, he said, a few woods, and it gets more wooded if you follow the river not too far away. We are coastal, which brings with it a whole host of wild edibles and resources. He said, it's also been seen by our friends up fairly close, and it doesn't seem to be put off by their presence. I've been invited to camp out there, so I'm going to spend some time looking around in the spots. We live in the area ourselves on a local farm and have seen what looked like a very large print of something laying down, as if a large animal had made a bed or a nest of some kind in the tall grass. We are local to the river, power lines, disused train tracks, plenty of woods and forests here. I received an update from the chap in 2019, and he said, My wife's had a potential sighting of a strange creature on Monday, 21st of January 2019. She was out walking our dog on the Isle of Grain, and as they were coming up close to the railway embankment, the dog reacted to a strange figure that my wife thought she also saw. This happened when she was on the farm in her horse field. My wife said she saw a large figure by the bushes in front of the railway embankment. It was very large, and as she looked up, it ducked into the bushes and disappeared. My dog saw it at the same time as my wife. The dog went nuts and ran to the spot. It's something she never does with people normally. On the Hoo Peninsula, there is another report that could possibly be the same creature, but this was seen in 2011. The hairy man with a mane. In 2011, my son and his friends were in the fields when they saw a very large hairy man running along with some aerials. It happened in the early hours before morning light. They were both out getting set up for the day. My son and his friends said, the man-like creature saw them too, and then it took off at great speed across the hayreels headed for some woods. I don't think they saw its face clearly as they mostly saw the creature as it moved off. They said it was really tall and was all hair covered, and this thing had some sort of weird hair at the back of its head that looked almost mane-like and it spanned its head as if to hide its face as soon as it saw them looking at it. The strange man-like creature then took off running, on two legs, moving very fast across the top of the hayreels. He was moving with ease and off up towards the woods. This happened in Cooling Kent, and it frightened the life out of both of them. We are also surrounded by Thames marshes that are very vast and go on for miles. We didn't think of Bigfoot to describe this thing, until I was surfing the net and I asked my son about the creature he saw and he agreed the picture of Bigfoot on the web did look like the thing he saw that day and he won't go up there anymore. If we continue down south to an area along the coast and cross over onto the Isle of Wight, there is another report of a creature that I think might just fit the bill for our coastal creeper and you can't get any more coastal than a tiny island off the southern coast of Britain. The upright hairy hiding thing, 2013. The witness said, I was in the park with my dog, who is a very large American Akita. She is big and pretty strong as they were trained fighting dogs. However, she's very lazy. She spends most of the day lying down, not doing anything. And I've never heard her growl at anybody before, let alone bark. When I was actually walked down into the park as usual, I would just let her on a long lead. And I did that. I walked around a bit where I usually stand next to the climbing frame and she walks and sniffs around. It was very dark that night and the moon was hidden by clouds and I couldn't see many stars. 
other than the allotments on the side where the path leading into the park is, all the other side of the park are covered by woods and trees. The park is roughly circular, about 20 by 20, something like that. At the bottom of the park is a pathway that is partially overgrown with bushes that leads to a circular walkway that in turn leads back to the park. It takes about five minutes to walk around the entire thing. I remember specifically it was quite warm and the air was perfectly still, not even a breeze. I was only wearing jeans and a light jacket. After maybe two or three minutes, I noticed that my dog was growling. This alone was enough to make me worry because I've never really seen her do that before. And it was an aggressive growl. I tried to see where she was looking and she was looking at some of the bushes in front of the trees to the left of the walkway at the bottom of the park, about 25 metres maybe. I saw the bushes rustling and I saw the figure standing behind the bushes but in front of the trees. I know it wasn't a person. Now I've never been diagnosed with mental issues or anything like that but I know what I saw and I know it wasn't a person. It was a tallish, dark shadow more than a person, maybe 5'8 in height, and it was a wide, but it looked heavily built and solid. I can remember the feeling perfectly. I was terrified. The atmosphere was the worst part. I felt heavy, and I felt like I couldn't move. The air really felt thick, and my pulse was racing. I remember just staring at it for a good five seconds as my dog just started barking and barking. And even though it was perfectly calm evening, suddenly the wind started blowing violently. I had to cover my face with my arm. I could hardly stand upright. It only lasted for about four or five seconds again, and then it was perfectly calm. When I opened my eyes, the figure was gone, and several heavy, thick branches on the trees to my right had fallen down. I turned around and I just ran as fast as I could until I got home. When I got home, I washed my face and got a glass of water. My breathing was still fast and I honestly thought I'd just imagined it all. I remember it must have been on a Friday now because the next day my friend Sam came to stay overnight. So it must have been that the Saturday would be the day after. We went to the park when it was still daylight in the morning around 1pm. And the tree branches and the bits of fence were still all over the ground where they'd fallen. It must have been a violent wind to knock down the branches as they were all thick as my arm. It was then that I realised it must have all happened. And since then, I've avoided the place completely at night. But in the day, I'm all right. Of course, these strange creatures are not only seen on the coast. They're seen inland. And I believe the estuaries and the rivers joining them may be travel routes for these creatures. In all of the cases we've heard tonight, there are also other strange creatures reported along those rivers out into the farmland and the rural areas. In our last report tonight, we hear from a lady who was on holiday with her family and she visited her relatives in one of our woodlands in Dorset, a very popular holiday destination. And she managed to take a photograph of a strange creature that was seen in the area, the calf creature, Easter 2013. I've had this picture on my phone since Easter 2013, Deb, when I went to Dorset to visit my family. We were staying in a log cabin in the forest close to Corf. I've thought about it on and off since I saw this. I didn't see it at the time. I saw it when I got home. 
I'm a keen believer in the wild man, Bigfoot accounts from across the world. I never really thought about them being in this country until much more recently on hearing other people's experiences. And I pondered as to what this could be on the photograph from time to time in the woods so many years ago. My son and my younger cousin would be playing in the woods surrounding the cabins, as kids do. And for a couple of days, they were just darting in and out, just being mischievous as they were young at the time. Just kids having fun and enjoying the time away. One afternoon whilst playing in the woods, they both ran back to us, clearly scared, saying that something in the woods had scared them. But they never really said what had frightened them or how, just that they didn't want to go and play there again. I went into the woods alone with my daughter the following morning, not really thinking about anything about their experience. At that point, it wasn't really in my mind. I was just out for a walk. But as we were exploring and walking around, I did feel like I was being watched. And to be honest, it was unnerving. I took several photos of the woods. It was outstanding. And because it was a really ancient woodland, it was beautiful. It was only on returning home and looking through the photographs that I noticed the black figure standing in the trees. And it has puzzled me ever since as to what it could be. I've also asked my son on a number of occasions what scared him and his cousin out of the woods that day. He's 18 now. He's a bit blasé about the whole thing. He didn't really go into any detail. Many of the reports tonight took place in the cooler months of the year when there are less people around and the coastal towns are far, far quieter. Gone are the tourists and the seasonal visitors. Then the beaches are empty, apart from the old dog walker who braves the weather. We're about to come into that season now, and I wonder if this year we'll have another winter sighting. You could be that next witness. You just never know when a stroll on the beach with a dog can turn into a life-changing experience for all involved. I would like to thank the witnesses for sharing with us tonight and a massive thank you to Sarah and Emma for contacting me I will of course keep you up to date with that case thank you for tuning in tonight if you're a new listener welcome and if you're a regular listener thank you I really appreciate you guys listening please share the video or give it a like it really helps with the algorithms I will be back next week at the same time if you want to see the image and you listen to this on the podcast, uh, this will, on Saturday, will go out and you will be able to see the picture. Other than that, it is actually the picture used in the thumbnail for tonight's episode. Or email me at debbiehatswell.gmail.com and I can send it over to you. If you would like to help me analyse the video from Emma and Sarah, same again, just email me and you'll find my email below. So I'll see you all next week, the same time. Good night, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.